Good morning. Мы приветствуем, дорогие друзья, вас с Украины. We greet you, our friends, all the way from the Ukraine. Для нас это очень большая привилегия и честь сегодня быть в вашей церкви, которую мы хорошо знаем. It's a privilege for us to be here in your church, the church that we know so well. Прошлую неделю мы провели здесь в Америке по приглашению Белого дома вашего правительства. Last week we spent here in America upon invitation of White House at the event. Были участником такого парламентского молитвенного завтрака в Вашингтоне. Which is called a prayer breakfast all the way uh, out in Washington. But today we're here with you in your church. Thank you. Thank you for who you are and that you are there for us. For your hospitality. The warmth of your hearts. We feel at home right here. And at the beginning of our ministry, here I'd like to introduce to you Pastor Dmitry. Every week, Pastor Dmitry goes all the way out at the front line. Через его сердце, через его руки прошли тысячи тысячи людей, военных и те, которые в зоне столкновения, в зоны военных действий. Where all the fighting are taking place, and through his hands, a lot of aid and help and love and care for the people out there that he uh, was able to influence and our ministry were, were able to influence. His responsibility goes and oversee all of our humanitarian initiatives as, as a union and as the church as well. So, Thank you, Bishop. Good morning, church. Right before we play a short video clip about the events that taken place in Ukraine, I'd like to take, I would like to tell all of us there are no better words that we as a, a believers can say the first thing in the morning as those good morning Jesus Сегодня эти слова особо актуальны для тех, для церкви в Украине, когда мы живем под постоянными обстрелами и ракетами. This phrase is very relevant for all of us out there in Ukraine, us who are constantly living under the shelling and the missiles attack. Нет больше ценности для нас, как его присутствие. There is no greater value to us as his presence. И вы на видео будете видеть, как мы ездим в зоны, где взрываются бомбы, и мы эвакуируем людей, раздаем гуманитарную помощь. You're going to be able to see uh, those territories that we're, which we're going to with all the shellings and, 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 and the devastation that has been left as a result. 
I'd like to declare in the presence of God that despite of all devastation that has taken place in Ukraine, our God is still good. Our God is still faithful. И мы знаем, что даже если мы пойдем долиной смертной тени, мы не убоимся, потому что Он с нами. Слава за это нашему Господу. Кадры, которые мы видим сегодня на экране, не могут передать всю ту боль и скорбь, которую переживает народ Украины. Уровень беззакония и безумия не вкладывается в человеческий разум. The level of lowlessness that we are experiencing cannot be processed by our human brain. Но мы верим, что это время церкви Божьей быть ответом на всю эту скорбь и на всю эту боль. Мы продолжаем верить и доверять Богу нашему. И Божьей благодати достаточно. Because there is, His grace is enough for us. Enough to become the answer for all the needs that we are facing. In order to preach the gospel. To dress, to host, to care for those who are in need. We as a church have an excellent opportunity to demonstrate what the church really is. Because every time we would, when we dress, evacuate, or feed, we are, we are seeing the Lord himself in each phase that we are touching. Because what we do, we are doing for him personally. And we do believe that the awakening of the Lord that God has ordained for our country, Ukraine, is going to come for real. Because he who called us is faithful. May the Lord bless you, dear church. Thank you for your prayers and your support. Many blessings to you. Бог очень многим вещам научил украинскую церковь во время войны. God taught a lot as us as Ukrainian church during this time of war. Знаете, теология иногда меняется и зависит от близости разорвавшейся ракеты. You know, our theology is really adjusting quickly when the explosions is coming nearby. 
Бог дал очень много откровений и о, будущем, и о последнем времени, и о будущих событиях в мире. God has revealed a lot to us, a lot what is yet to come, and how do we see the end times, and what are the events that are going to, uh, uh, the world is going to face. Хочу еще несколько сказать конкретных слов о характере этой войны России против Украины. But allow me first to describe at least a few things about what is the character of this ongoing war and invasion that Russia has done to the, to the sovereign country of Ukraine. Ukraine in 1994, Ukraine was the first ever country that submitted surrender its nuclear weapons. Based on guarantees of peace and protection that have been given to us by United States, United Kingdom, and so on. Никогда в украинцах не было планов на кого-то нападать, кого-то захватывать. Never Ukrainians had any plans ever in its in their history to attack its neighbors. And there was not a single reason for Russia to attack a sovereign country of Ukraine. So the true reason, however, is the Putin's regime. What he wants to do, he wants to rebuild the Soviet Union. И поэтому это главная причина. This is the only and this is the main reason for what you see right now. Библия нам показывает эту страну в виде Даниил видел Россию в виде медведя с тремя клыками. How do we read about it in the Bible? Pretty simple. If you go to the book of Daniel, the Daniel pictures Russia to us as the bear. It appears as a bear, image of a bear with the three fangs. First of all, it's a predator. And what Daniel tells us, the Bible tells us that the bear going to eat plentiful of flesh. Those three fangs are, 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 are they represent three rises of the Russian Empire. Based on the history. Well, the last, very last fang is the new Russian world, as they call it. That is on the rise now and is trying to push on the whole world. Ему удалось наложить лапу на Кавказ, Среднюю Азию, Белоруссию. He has been given power to stretch his power over the Caucasus, over the Belarusia, and over its neighbors. Все страны бывшего Советского Союза. Basically, all the uh, uh, the former republics of the Soviet Union. Но Украина не сдавалась. But Ukraine. Has kept its independence and sovereignty and not going to surrender. Because it was God's choice, He picked Ukraine as a territory of God's kingdom, as a missionary center, missionary sending country, and a spiritual uh, uh, breadbasket for other countries. For about 80%. Think about it. About, I mean, 80, up to 80% of all the new churches that have ever been planted in Russia were planted by the missionaries sent from Ukraine. Just think about it. 
So here's what the devil does. He's on the rise to pay his wrath back to the Ukraine. So this is not just the war as it may appear to you. This is a pure genocide of the Ukrainian people. So what Russia does, they level in our cities. Hospitals, schools, kindergartens, all the infrastructure are in ruins. They are targeting our power plants. So, and here's what we've seen throughout the whole year of war. We've seen over the Ukraine the mighty, mighty hand of God. Here, here, here's, here, here's, here's a fact. God has not left Ukraine. He is still with us there. All the politicians in the world they were forecasting about three days. You guys are going to be able to stand only three days. That's it. Then you're gone. Well, 11 months later, Ukraine is winging. What happened to those three days? Ukraine is liberating its territory. New churches are being planted throughout the country. Thousands of people are coming to Christ. And although Ukraine is still bleeding, but a Ukrainian church today are, are inheriting the new vision from the Lord. New anointing for the upcoming ministry and in new revelations. Our church and churches are part of a IPHC so first of all, allow me to thank all of you for the prayers that have been put in for us. God has demonstrated to the whole world that the core element of each, I mean, of every war is first of all not the physical but the spiritual. Do you remember that story in the Bible when Moses uh, was have, has kept his hands raised during the battle. And when, while his hands were raised over the battle, while he was up on the hill and the battle was taking place down in the valley, with the hands high, the victory was on the, on, on the side of Israelites because Everything has taken place, the first take place in the spiritual, and then it comes into the physical. Well, thank you for helping us keep our hands up. You are holding our hands. Your prayers are holding our hands. Well, keep on supporting us with your prayers. We need to pull our country out of this war. Because what we're dreaming about is the big victory. So with the victory, there's going to come a big missionary sending 
throughout the world. And that's what we're preparing for. For upcoming awakening. Because we do realize this, these, we're living in during the end times. I'd like to quickly read the Gospel of Matthew chapter 24. Well, here are the disciples of Jesus and they're asking the Lord, what are the signs of end times? And a, всего, берегите, Matthew 24, chapter, chapter 24, verse 4. Then Jesus replied to them, Watch out that no one deceives you. And then the Lord goes on and lists four uh, uh, signs. Well, the rumors of war, war, uh, uh, building up the weaponry, then he talks about epidemics on, 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 uh, on the world scale. He talks about the world famine. And he, then he talks about um, the catastrophic events. When the ground begins to shake. But first of all, First of all, he's concerned about one thing. That we would be able to learn the signs of end times. And another one uh, uh, that we have not been deceived. So that we would not miss the time of his coming. Because this is the challenge for every church in the world. To read this special time. Because this is the beginning of the end. This is the beginning of the sickness. We have left all the way up to the beginning of something. From this time on, the world is never going to be stable again. Well, there are going to be a, a, a lot of shaking between the nations further. Well, the obvious question is what the church is supposed to do right in the midst of all of that. What is the destiny of the church and the role it's supposed to play and right in the middle of the time? What is the strategy? Well, someone may think, well, it's a, it's a perfect time to run and hide. But the Bible tells us, as Daniel used to say, in this time, there are going to be a spiritual uh, La, the, the divide, the divide would, spiritual divide will take place. And the spiritual divide are not going to be between the church and the world. But it's split right in the middle of the church. Because it's such a responsible moment. Daniel 11, the book of Daniel, uh, chapter 11, verse 32. In this time, 
поступающие нечестиво. Those who commit sinful acts. Христиане с компромиссом. Those Christians with a compromise. Теплые христиане. The warm Christians. Которые поступают нечестиво против завета. Those who are committing crimes against the covenant of the Lord. Those who don't have, who have not developed this core value. Those biblical values. They would get, they, they would get uh, uh, fooled, deceived. They would grow weak. But in the same time, Those who honor their Lord, those who know Him close, they will grow strong and would begin to act. And then the Lord comes to fetch this church, this kind of church that is coming out of the desert And the church is supposed to represent, you know, like a marching army based on uh, uh, songs of songs. Well, uh, then, then, then the author goes on in the Song of Songs, and, and he describes the church as someone, something, someone that has been uh, covered with themiam, which is prayers of the believers. Because God is leading the church out of the desert. And the church, there's another description from the song, the church is leaning on the shoulder of its beloved, which is the Lord. That's why the true Christians, the true church, are going to grow strong. Because the Lord is going to come back to fetch the church that is victorious, church that persevered through everything. And that's what the Bible says, those who conquers inherits it all. Only the victorious is going to inherit it all. This is a very important moment. Чтобы взвесить нашу личную жизнь, наши ценности, приоритеты, мечты, наше видение, всю нашу жизнь. Иисус говорит об этом времени, что будет such a time that this time is going to look like ten virgins that are expecting the, 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 the bride. Десять ожидают жениха. Well, the ten is expecting the groom. Это христиане. These are the Christians. Christians expecting the Lord. Но половина из них. But half of them, like five out of ten. У них нету масла. They got a problem. They kind of ran out of oil. Они об этом не думают. Because they have not been thinking about it. Because they were careless. They cared less to learn. They cared. They, they didn't care over the fact that they are naked. So to speak, that they are. They are. They've lost their power. 
But the night is getting darker and darker and darker. Темнота будет сгущаться. The darkness is going to grow stronger. глава пророка The book of Isaiah chapter 60. Над миром будет упускаться все больше больше тьма. The darkness going to fly, I mean, going to grow over the world. Но на тобой Иерусалим. But over you the Jerusalem. Which is the church. Все будет более и более восходящий свет. The rising light gonna grow over you, the church. Well, this is the time during these days. We can freely say that this is our time, the time for the church. This is the time for us to stock up on the oil. To receive that special anointing from the Lord. To grow stronger. And begin to act. And begin to act. As never before. In this time, time of darkness, rumors of war, catastrophic events, the epidemics, we're not supposed to get scary. Despite of all of that, church needs to finish its mission to preach the gospel to all the nations as a testimony. This is our calling. This is the calling the Holy Spirit gives to each church to grow stronger and act then Jesus says during this time this time is going to, is, is, is going to be like the harvest time well the same field has um, the, the wheat well, there's some, something that looks like wheat but I forgot the word tears alright so you know that well here's the problem it's kind of hard to tell them apart they look alike the only time you can do that is during the harvest. Which is again, separation cuts through. And this is an illustration of the church. This is about the time we're living in right now. And then Jesus talks about the, the fishing net that has been thrown into the water in order to catch a fish. This represents the gospel, the preaching of the kingdom. And the net has been thrown all over the world to catch people from every nation. Then they are pulling the net closer, I mean, pulling it offshore, on the shore. And when this catch has been brought up on the shore, then the fish, the catch is going to get sorted out. The good fish gets in, the bad fish goes out. This is the time we're living in. Jesus sent his warning back then. Look at this. Be warned so no one will deceive you. He was convincing the Pharisees. He was telling them off by saying, you don't know the time of the coming of the Messiah. That's why the Lord has left enough signs for us in His Word about the upcoming times. Well, the, the main question is, how do we grow stronger? What do we do? 
Я верю, что в эти последние времена I do believe that during this last time, last days, нашу планету посетит необычное помазание Духа Святого. Our planet is going to witness a supernatural anointing of the Lord. По всему миру возникают молитвенные движения. Look at this. Throughout the world, there's prayer movements that are taking place, appearing from nowhere. Возникают центры непрерывной молитвы и поклонения. The centers that they're practicing non-stop prayer 24-7. Новые и новые процессы евангелизации. The new methods of evangelism. Открытие церквей. Opening of new churches. Это видение Духа Святого. What is it? This is the vision of the Holy Spirit. Но это все пробуждение начинается с каждого из нас. But this awakening, the revival that we are back to witness, it begins here within us. It starts from each one of us, from our heart, from our spirit. Многие люди думают, что церковь это последняя Божья цель. Because the most of the people, many people that think that the church is the final final uh, act of God. Which means, all right, I made it. I came to the church. I got accepted. I'm good. I got my chair. And I ain't leaving here until the Lord returns. That's it. That's my place. But the church is simply the instrument of the God's kingdom. But the, the main goal is the kingdom of God. Because the Lord sees the church as his own body. We are the, the, the hands of the Lord. We are the arms of the Lord. Where is his feet? Where is his heart? Where are his eyes? И поэтому церковь распоря... должна распространять Божье царство. That's why it's our mission to spread the kingdom of God throughout the world. Царство Божье внутри приходит каждого из нас. Remember, the Bible tells us that the kingdom of God is with in us. It all starts from, from, from us being born again. This is the new life that comes from Jesus. Remember the ta- the, 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 this, this encounter the Samaritan lady had with Jesus. When she was thinking about, well, just to water, the Jesus replied, if you would have even known what I, what I can and what I want to give you, you would never be coming back here for simply get a water. You'll be satisfied. You would turn yourself into the fountain of living water. Out of your heart, the rivers of water would begin to flow. And then it describes this is the kingdom of God. Out of the heart of each and every one of us. Supposed to flow and feel our neighbors, the people we know, the nations, our neighbor nations, and, and, and to, the, to the, the end corners of the world in order to bring them into faith. 
Мы верим we в поздний дождь, we do believe in the last rain that is going to outpour to this planet. The Bible tells us when the, when the wickedness is growing, in the same time that we were going to witness the growth of God's grace. And God is going to give the church another very special chance. A chance that is going to be signified by the anointing, the enabling for the church to act during these last days. Well, let us all approach him with faith and boldness. Fully dedicated. The Bible tells us, raise up your heads. This is the time. The time is now. Apostle Paul, the first chapter of the book of Ephesians, we're going to be praying all together in a few minutes with this apostolic prayer. But here's what he says. Here's what he says in Ephesians chapter. And I do believe that it's supposed to become our personal prayer for each and every one of us. There's so much needed prayer for all the churches. Here's what he says. Lord, Открой очи их сердца. Open the eyes of their hearts. Это молитва была за церковь. This prayer was done for the church. Крещённую духом святым. For the church that is baptized with the Holy Spirit. Которые действуют дары духа святого. Where the gifts of the Spirit are taking place. Павел говорит: Открой теперь очи их and yet the Paul says and prays that open the eyes of their hearts. In other words, give them a revelation about you. Because our heart is our spirit. So they would be able to see какое славное наследие ты приготовил и имеют святые твои. What a wonderful heritage the saints have in you. Glorious heritage for the saints. And that's what the devil does. He wants to keep you as far as possible from that spiritual position that God is positioning you in. He tells us, this is not for you. It is, well, it's for eternity. Well, you just, you know, little by little, little by little, little till your last day, and then you're gone. Yeah. Well, this way, we're not going to be victorious. We need a revelation from the Lord. Everything that we have in Christ belongs to us. Everything that has been conquered by the shedding of the blood of Jesus out there in the Calvary. Everything that the Lord accomplished 
He wants to give it away to his church of the last days in his great anointing with the great power. And the Spirit of God tells us you have the heritage. You are a heir of the Christ Jesus. You've been adapted. God has given you his righteousness. His, uh, his holiness. He has adapted you. You his own children. He has given away Бог his gifts to the church. He has given the victory to his church. This is our spiritual standing in Christ Jesus. You have been placed in heavenly places on the right hand of God. This is the highest point of the whole universe. And then he continues so the Holy Spirit would reveal to you that there is no measure to his greatness in us. In us. In us. Those who believe believe based on his ruling power. God desires in these last days he wants to pour over his church and he wants to look at his church with pleasure, with satisfaction that what he has done, they have finished. He wants to be pleased with us. And that's why we pray that the living God in the Holy Spirit has, has, has been raised in full measure among his church throughout the world so the church would gain back its prophetic voice to prophesy and to address to the kings and the rulers of this world. So our evangelists are supposed to become kerygma, which is someone who declares declared that the king of the whole universe is coming back. You can hear his footsteps. He is going to come and fix his church. He is anointing his church. This is our time. And we're going to pray now. With the apostolic prayer. We are uh, facing the choice. A choice, because what we've heard today through the preached message, that the church within itself determined what are you going to choose? What side are you in? There are five, the wise, those who gather the oil drop by drop. And there are the foolish five. There is wheat. 
tars. There's a good fish. There's those who honor God. Those who love the Lord. Their destiny is to rise and to grow in strength. What are we going to choose today? Holy Spirit is asking us this question about our values, priorities. Perhaps we are being hold ba- held back. Maybe some strongholds within us. Perhaps some dependencies and Когда-то апостол Павел протянул руку, чтобы положить в огонь дрова. Remember when Apostle Paul he just uh, he was just rescued from the the, the sea rack and then he was thrown to firewoods into the fire. And guess what? There was a snake hanging on his arm. Он стряхнул ее. But he shook it off. Он ее стряхнул. He simply shook it off. Это наше, это время победить. This is what I'm talking about. Our time is now. Time to win. This is the time to receive God's grace. Receive God's anointing. It's time to declare the kingdom of God. It's a time to grow strong. Let us all rise for prayer. Almighty Eternal God. We are calling on to you. I'm so grateful for this wonderful church, for the people who are so dear to us. I want to give my thanks to you, Father God, for God and what they are doing right now. Bless this country. We're asking you, oh Lord, right now, during these last days, help us to grow stronger. Stronger and act. We are choosing you, oh God. We are choosing the kingdom of God. We are choosing the power of God. We are choosing the anointing of God. We choose holiness. We choose victory. Oh Lord, просвети очи нашего сердца, чтобы мы видели. Позови Дух Святой сегодня нас. Позови Дух Святой сегодня нас. Дай нам эту смелость взлетать, Господь, и приближаться к Тебе, и побеждать, Господь. Открой очи нашего сердца. Аллилуйя! Именем Иисуса мы стряхиваем, мы стряхиваем все препятствия, и мы говорим греху нет, говорим этому миру нет, дьяволу нет, наш ребенок. 
вместе с святыми Божьими людьми мы церковь победы мы церковь Иисуса Христа Аллилуйя Аллилуйя благослови нас Господь чтобы мы усилились и действовали Твоя церковь по всему лицу земли и на Украине, Америке пусть народы видят славу Твою победим всего Аллилуйя Хвала Тебе, Господь! Аминь! Аллилуйя! Аминь! Hey guys, thanks so much for watching and listening to the podcast. And I hope these sermons have been a great blessing and source of encouragement to your life. No matter what you're going through, no matter what you're facing today, Jesus is the answer. I can tell you, He is the answer for your life. I'd love to pray with you before we leave here. So if you never accepted Christ into your life, or if you just have a need in your life, let's lift it up to the Lord right now. Come on, pray with me. Lord Jesus, wash me from all sin. I accept you into my life. I repent of all sin and I place you on the throne seat of my heart. Lord, I pray right now, you minister to each and every one who just prayed that short prayer with me. Whatever situation they're facing, give them grace right now. Give them the power they need to get through it, Lord. Give miracles, signs, and wonders today, Lord, to those listening in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We declare it done in Jesus' name. Love you guys. Thank you for tuning in and listening and watching us.